You're listening to PlayStation Unchained. Hello, and welcome to PlayStation Unchained, episode 88. Yes, I think that's two fat ladies in bingo terms. That's uh, Well, I don't know how that was at all relevant. Uh, let's get on. I'm joined by an almost full house today. You can literally not move. The podcast room is so small, and there are so many people in it. One of those people is the pillar eternal of the podcast, the Stopper of end times, if you will, Mr. Ben Schillerberg. Or how are you, Ben? I'm not too bad, to be honest. I probably cover half the room with my <laughs> unique size. Unique size. <laughs> well, apparently yeah. not going to campus. They don't pick you up, do yeah, they? So, cameras yeah. don't think I exist, though. So, so yeah, you yeah. could just be existing on a different plane to the rest of us. Maybe, maybe. Well, you know, I am flawless. I, I'm never wrong. It, it does make sense that I do ascend beyond you are, humanity. You are ethereal, yeah. Yeah, yeah it does make sense. So you had a good week? Yeah, either that or I'm a vampire. Yeah, but yeah, I had a good week. Good. Yeah. Yes? Uh, I got my first platinum. Yes, you did. And yes. No surprise as to what it was. Yeah, yeah, Goat Stimulator. <laughs> Goat Stimulator. That's <laughs> a whole different game. That's, uh... <laughs> oh, we don't want to go there. No, we don't. So, um... <laughs> Currently not abusing farmyard animals. <laughs> oh god! Um, yeah, before we even start this podcast, we just had non-stop laughter for some. Yeah, we, we spent the last half an hour laughing. Yeah, and yeah, getting composure back is just not quite coming. <laughs> so I'll try that again and try and sound somewhat um, professional. And, and by the way, we're not high. In case no. anyone emails us saying, "Don't no, smoke, Glenn." It, it's just incredibly humid <laughs> i think it's uh sending everyone a little delirious um yeah where was i yeah currently not abusing farm animals in the, the sunny land of belgium is kevin kevin rombau <laughs> how are you kevin? nearly nearly i'm uh i'm fine thanks yeah. how are you yeah. you've been uh making a pool or around a pool today no but- no we were just Changing some pipes outside. Yeah. Having a dig. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad good, I'm inside yeah. resting. I bet. You had a good week? Sure, why not? Sure, why not? Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and joining us live via satellite phone thing is uh, Gary Bagdazarov, all the way from the US. How you doing, Gary? Very good, Neil. Very good. Fantastic. We're able to pronounce my name there. Uh, well, yeah, you see, I've had more practice for yours. Kevin's is just like, I want to keep saying rowboat, and it doesn't quite come out right. Ooh, that's as I'm pretty much. I'm pretty much an alien to uh, Neil. For yeah. me, it's just like Kevin Rombouts, but for him, it's Kevin Rubububu. <laughs> so yeah, cause I know I literally know like three Belgians and two of them are football players, so, and the other one's a fictional <laughs> character. So. Oh no, that's four because Poirot. So, yeah, I'm the fictional character. Kevin <laughs> <laughs> is Poirot. That's wow. right. You should see yeah, the mustache. Yeah, go I'm, for it. I'm, Sorry. I'm all half and half right now. A little half and half. What, drunk or happy or sad? 
Uh, half good, half bad. <clears throat> yeah, not too bad then. One of those sort of weeks, is it? Uh, mostly just today. You know, bad news, good news, bad news, good news. Yeah, yeah like bad news. My Witcher 3. <clears throat> Yay. That is bad not right. News. Sega was not planning on releasing Fantasy Star Online 2 in North yeah, America. Yeah, i just seen that. That's literally come up recently since we uh, started the podcast. And it's, uh, yeah, even, rather unfortunate. Even though the game is completely translated into English by now. All of <laughs> yeah. it. They said it. They released it in China. The English <laughs> version they released in China. Which is just, it's ridiculous. There's no doubt about that. They announced it's coming to the North America in... 2012, and here we are with no information since that. Oh, Sega. But then, as we discussed in recent weeks, uh, you can kind of see why with Sega. They're just a bit too apprehensive. Oh, well. But let's get on to some news that isn't so bad, perhaps, and uh, take our minds off such terrible things in gaming because, you know. Stuff's starting to happen in the world of gaming. It's, the summer is almost over. Games are coming out of the wazoo from next week. But, uh, but it's a long-standing series that starts us off. Uh, the Grand Theft Auto series has now reached 220 million units sold as a series, which is gosh damn amazing. But And just quite coincidentally this week, uh, the PS4 version of GTA V will get the Rockstar Editor in the next patch which is basically the, the video editing software for the game. Uh, so, yeah, it's good all-round for Rockstar there. And also had the news that Red Dead Redemption sold 14 million copies. So, yeah, it's... The main question, I suppose, that comes out of this is, other than great news about GTA's uh, sales over the years, but, uh, you know, Red Dead Redemption, surely a sequel's got to be on the way at some point with that many sold. Uh, go for Gary. Um, yeah, a sequel definitely should be coming on the way. At least I hope it is. Um, I know Red Dead Redemption was a surprise hit for Rockstar. They weren't expecting to make as much money on that game as they actually did. Um, so yeah, hopefully a sequel will be coming. I don't know if it's still going to be in the Wild West, but you never know. Mm. Um. I, I personally want a new Max Payne. That's all I want from Rockstar. But. Yeah, that's it. I'd quite <laughs> like another one. I think someone was saying it recently. It's like, of all the games that have been remastered, that's one that you'd think would be a, a shoo-in. For considering, yeah, I, uh, I love all three of the Max Payne's. I think Max Payne 3 was one of the most underrated games of last gen. It was, and oh, the soundtrack. It's oh, so great. It's so <laughs> cool. a, such a good soundtrack for that <laughs> It's a, oh, yeah. yeah, good sales for GTA Five. Well, GTA in general, I should say. That one. Would you oh, say? as a series, it's it's phenomenal, especially seeing where it came from. You know, with the top down. Yeah. You know, for the first two, and then here comes the third one out of nowhere, and it's this massive open world game that's never been done at that time before. So yeah, good on them. Especially you know they always say controversy is makes money, and that game made all their, its money on the controversy of that franchise. Yeah. I mean, you see every week now, nearly every week, that GTA Five is still in the charts. Around it's still the top. in the top ten, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, usually around the top five for most of the yeah. weeks. And yeah. it's got to be down to the fact that you know, online has actually taken off quite well, I think. Despite well, now that the, it's actually working, yeah. Yeah, and the fact that, you know, 
for nearly two years now, they've just provided free content and stuff consistently. And they, yeah. it's, it's just contributing so well. It just shows if you keep providing stuff for your game without charging it, you can you know, make some money out of it. It's, uh, it is a winning formula. I'm sure we'll talk about something similar quite in a bit. Um, ben, what about you? I know you're not the greatest fan of Grand Theft Auto, but what about Red Dead? Uh, I like I'm not a big fan of Red Dead either, to be honest. But what is I wrong would, with you? I would oh. like another Max Payne. Yeah, not like the point. new Max Payne. No, I didn't like it that much. Seriously, can we get Ben off the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I I'll edit his voice out. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer the older Max Paynes to the new one. Uh, I don't know. I didn't like the first one. The Actually, I loved the first and second one. I didn't like the new one. Oh well, well that, that's you. Yeah. <laughs> it gave Anything? me headaches. Gave me headaches. <laughs> yeah, the yeah the whole different changing colours, the weird other stuff. Oh, okay, I thought you were trying to match drinks and painkillers <laughs> every time you were playing. So. <laughs> yeah, every time we had to take a pit to pink it, obviously I was going to take one. So you know. <laughs> Realism. No one was a death in America in 2013. <laughs> you were playing Max Payne, realistically. <laughs> they weren't getting killed by the gunshots. It was the uh, trying to go slow-mo through a window. <laughs> um, and I suppose we should ask Kevin what he thinks about all this. Go on, Kevin. Well, um, I don't know. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. I'm not surprised it's still that high up in the ranks. It is a pretty good game, and it's one of the no- most known series in gaming, I think. So, that's not a big surprise. Can't say much about Red Dead, though. Haven't played it. Haha, <laughs> my trademark. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't mind seeing, actually, like, a sequel. It would make me, like, interest... Yeah, I can't. I can't even talk anymore. <laughs> so so we'll, yeah, we'll a sequel would be interesting because I would feel interested in it and then check out the first one. Maybe they'll even bring it to PlayStation 4. Who knows? A remaster. Uh, we don't want to go annoying the PC fans again with that because uh, then they'd be saying, well, where's the PC version that we never This got? is not a PC podcast. As a PC gamer, <laughs> I said that. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I mean, if Rockstar were to do that and make a next-gen version, and if they didn't then make a PC version, well, the fuss they caused about GTA Five will tell you all you need to know on that one. You know, quite honestly, I'd, I'd rather them do something brand new because all they've I done is see. sequel after sequel after sequel to everything. They haven't done a new franchise game in since, what is it, PS2? Oh, no, because L.A. Noire was new. They only published that game. They didn't develop it. Uh, they now hold the assets for it, don't they? So technically yeah. it's theirs. But it's like Max Payne wasn't really properly theirs, was it? So, uh. no, but they did develop Max Payne 3. Yeah. But well, we need some new lemmings, really. Quite honestly, I would, I would like to see them do something brand new. Wait, lemmings? Did you say lemmings GTA? That'd be amazing. Oh, DMA, who used to... The, com- the company before Rockstar made Lemmings or published Lemmings, I should say. So, yeah, I want Lemmings GTA now. Where just... Lemmings in GTA. <laughs> I just want L.A. Noir too. No, it's not going to happen because the company got shit canned, basically. So, sadly enough, because I don't know, I enjoyed that game a lot. It was good. Well, yeah, the company that were going to make it, the 
the next game would make, when we're going to make a game called Horror of the Ordinary and, and uh, that disappeared along with all that. So, yeah, it probably won't be any of those parties involved. A new table tennis game. New table That was just so weird and out there <laughs> that came out like that. It's just like Microsoft said, here, we'll give you a bunch of money, make us an exclusive game. And they were like, uh, table tennis, there you go. It used the GTA <laughs> physics engine as well. Yeah, and you know what? It was actually, it was a good table tennis game. That's a stupid thing. But uh, yeah, madness. Yeah, I mean, they, they still trademark, they re-trademark Agent again, so maybe we'll find yeah. it. Is that? Yeah. Manhunt. I'd like to see Manhunt. That wasn't Manhunt. Yes. Oh, I don't think we'll see that again. <laughs> that game was way more controversial than GTA ever was. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? It was stupid that it was. The first one especially. Because I can understand the second one because, you know, it was violent for the sake of being violent. Whereas the first one was, this is guy, he may or may not have committed this crime. And he's pretty much forced through this, you know, major things to do against his will in order for his family not to get killed off. Yeah, it sounds like, like a more violent A-team game. Yeah. But it's like, in a second game, it's just like, yeah, you're just nuts, so you, you can go stabbing people in the face. It's all right. But yeah. there, there was no rhyme or reason behind it, and that's why I still think it's just a terrible sequel. Yeah, I, I, w- I was really impressed when they used like the headset for that game uh, as yeah. well. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that's one of the most underrated bits of headset use since... Uh, before binary domain, I should say, but uh, it was really good. Uh, so, let's move on to so There you go. First story out of the blog, and we've taken about 10 minutes to get through it. <laughs> we're keeping up to the standard. Hopefully, it won't be a two hour podcast this week. But we're, we're having fun. That's, that's all the problem is. Um, we, of course, have been talking about Capcom last week remaking Resident Evil 2. That's one of the most joyous things ever. Uh, or not, as I said at the time. Capcom, of course, then uh, went and requested that the Resident Evil 2 Reborn fan remake would uh, stop being made, if you will. Uh, it was bound to happen, obviously, once they started making Resident Evil 2 remake. Uh, the, it was Invader Games had started making like a, an upgraded version of Resident Evil 2 for years, and that's pretty much what started getting the attention from Capcom and rolling the ball towards making uh, this actual remake. But of course now, quite nicely, they've sort of said, hey, you know, it's uh, no biggie, but we are now making the game, so you don't need to do it. <laughs> it's It was a nice way to You get companies all the time to sort of make this sort of, you know, well, we don't want you messing with our game. Uh, get out of it. It's like, they were at least a bit more gracious and uh, were happy with what they did and were proud of the achievements they've made and trying to upgrade the game and keep fan attention on the series. Um, so we won't really take comments on this one, I think, because it's just yeah standard stuff. Um, but next we'll go on to what I was mentioning before about... Uh, I've got a quick comment. Oh, go on. Go on, have a quick comment. Uh, now start remaking Resident Evil 3. <laughs> it, it's, uh, the family make a Resident Evil 3 and then they'll Capcom will go oh look people want that so we'll do that Yeah, just and stop there though don't do 4 Veronica. because we have enough 4s no just code Veronica there you go that. see yeah. so just keep All remaking done. games 
just so Capcom will then remake them. But not Operation Raccoon City, of course. Just make that <laughs> remake that called the Dane edition. <laughs> there you go. That's our weekly Op- Operation Raccoon City joke. In... Resident Evil Operation da- Dane. Operation Dane. <laughs> just get Dane as a character. Wow. <laughs> you guys hate so much. <laughs> Dane loadable really... content. <laughs> I really wouldn't. It's going to be the same uh, when we do a Metal Gear podcast. and like, Well, I thought it was going to be about Metal Gear 2. I'm just going on and on about how great it is when so many people don't like it. Downloadable content. Downloadable content. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, yeah, I was going on about GTA 5's uh, free DLC over the time, making a big impact on sales and critical reception. Uh, the Witcher 3 is another game that obviously had the same where they've had a lot of free DLC come out and months after that. And yeah, they've uh, developers come out from Witcher 3 and said that the free DLC they offer should be industry standard, which is like, well, you know, duh. Yeah, of course it should be, but, you know, the way uh, the market's set up, it's not going to be. Um, could any of you think of a way that other companies might actually even bother trying to do this. You know, I'm talking you know, the big companies here, you know, like your EAs and your Ubisofts, your Activision. Could they offer more? Well, technically, EA does it with Plants vs. Zombies. You get, we got a lot of free combat. We got a load of maps, didn't we? They did it with Mass Effect as well, the Dragon <laughs> Age. So, Mass yeah. Effect, you got all the multiplayer maps for free and extra characters. And weapons. So maybe it's just a way that they've done it that's the problem. You know, different companies. If companies don't come straight out and say the first thing is, oh, you're going to get all this stuff for free, and then mention, but there will be paid DLC as well. Whereas, you know, your EAs and that tend to just say, this is the season pass, this is the DLC you can buy. Oh, and there'll be some free stuff if you buy all that. So maybe that's the problem on that one. I think the main issue is people seem to expect more for free than they... I mean, I'm not going to insult Witcher 3, but the free content was very minimal. It was, but then it was in a game that was already quite apparently finished in the way it was. It's a huge game. There's lots to do in it already. Adding stuff is nice. It's when your game feels like... It feels like they've taken something out here, and then they charge you for something that you think, yeah, this probably should have been in the game. And I think that's... It's got to the point now where a lot of people can't see the difference between what is actually DLC and what isn't. Yeah. You know, it's just stuff that they've I, lumped off. I think the biggest problem is when they announce DLC the same day they announce a game. Yeah, because then it's just like, well, we know you, it's there. Yeah, to me, I, I'm sitting here like, wow, so you're telling me there's going to be extra content and you're telling me that you don't want to take the time to put it into the game. You want to charge me for it instead. Yeah. I mean, going back to Grand Theft Auto V, they've still not done paid DLC. And that's one of the first things they said. They'll do pay, pay DLC at some point. <laughs> so, but two years on, not here because they're doing all right without it. Is that... But then, again, it comes back to that and probably with The Witcher 3, they've invested their time in making the game. You know, They haven't just gone, well, you've got X amount of time to make this game and if it's not out by then, well, you've just got to ship it as it is. And yeah, it just makes you wonder about certain companies that they just they're getting a lot of money in anyway. Couldn't they be a little more frugal and you know, just say, "Hey, it's fine. 
you, we're not going for major sales figures here. Just we'll give you the time to make the game you want to make, and hopefully it's good. It's like they have no confidence in the people making their games, but then is that because they're butting in? Ah, it's hard to say with that. Kevin, you got anything to say on all this? Kevin's died. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! We- oh, oh my I, god! I, I, we um... killed. <laughs> I forgot to unmute my mic. Good job, me. <laughs> so basically what I was saying is all I hope is to see expansion packs more and more instead of DLC again. Because DLC yeah. is just way too little content for the price it is. And expansion packs were just like a solid price for a solid amount of content. And that was mm-hmm. that was good. And that's, that's what uh, I want. Yeah, I mean, or make it worth the price. Like... Stupid example, maybe, but like for instance, Bioshock Infinite had these two episodes, Burial at Sea, and I don't know, they were pretty good. At least I thought they were. <laughs> and that's not just coming from a Bioshock fan. But um, yeah, I mean, if you look at it, if you make it worth the price, I don't mind. But if you look, for instance, at Call of Duty, buy a skin, 99 cents. Everything you want is like. A stupid price just because people want customization. Just bring out one big pack with customizational options or whatever you can think of. You know, make it a decent price, but don't ask for a stupid price per item. That's just... I gotta keep it nice. That's just wrong. That's wrong. Stupid. (laughs) (laughs) That's saying it clean. Yeah, that's, that's wrong. That's wrong, man. It's wrong. You should not be doing that. <laughs> DLC are bad, guy. <laughs> ah, dear. Anyway, yes, yeah, so, as we said, you want to do it right, make it expansion packs. Maybe lead with what stuff you're doing for free instead of just going, hey, here's all the stuff you have to buy on top of the game. It's like, you don't have to, but we're going to make it sound like you should. Um, so we'll move on from that story. Quick one here. Sony, of course, after last week announced that they'd have their now annual PlayStation experience in San Francisco this year. Uh, but they also confirmed this week that uh, Paris Games Week, they will have got their press conference sorted. Yes, on October 27th at 5pm, British Standard Time, uh, they will be holding their conference. And so the question to that is, one game you think will be the big thing they'll show off and I'll go around you each to do it so we'll start with Kevin what do you think they'll show at Paris Games Week that'll be big and you know, wow uh, people that's that's actually a good question because I don't really feel they're going to show anything big I just feel they're going to come out with content or like you know trailers or gameplay or stuff or more information about certain games that the fans have really been waiting for for instance Uncharted 4 Maybe there's some more gameplay about that, I guess. But mm. I don't really expect there to be anything big like, oh my god, here's God of War 4. No, I don't <laughs> I don't see that happen. Oh, okay. I'll um, probably be wrong. That's that's usually how hey, it is, uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's better to be wrong and pleasantly surprised. That's the way I see it. Um, True. Gary, Gary, what do you think? Anything surprising coming in Paris? Ugh. I, I think I'm going to go with Kevin on this one. I don't think they're going to announce anything new. Um, well, no, I'm wrong. They might... If they announce a new game, it'll probably be the new game from Quantic Dream. Um, yeah. 
it's the only one that I could see them them announcing. I think they'll they you know the last Guardian will probably be huge at Tokyo Game Show. Um, they'll probably save that game for that. Um, oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, everything else, honestly, they'll probably show off some more features of the Nathan Drake collection. You know, photo mode and all the changes they're doing to that. Um, we'll probably see. Maybe we'll see a little more of uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm not expecting anything huge. Um, I think it's um, supposed to be at Tokyo Game Show as well, isn't it? Horizon. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah. Have, yeah. So, um, could... yeah I, I'm expecting more announcements from Tokyo Game Show than Paris Game Show, quite honestly, because it's not. Paris Game Show isn't very huge. So, I don't really see. No. But then I think they've deliberately chosen it, and that's why they say they didn't go to Gamescom because they were going here, and this is where they wanted to show stuff. Like, they wanted to be away from Microsoft and go, oh, we're going to do our own thing. I, I think this game show for them will be the perfect time to talk and show off more of the Morpheus. Um, yeah. They didn't do much with D3 um, with it at all, and I think this game show will be the perfect time to do it, because then in December you can show off you know, the new games you're working on and all the big stuff there. Now, a theory that's gone around about that is that at Paris Games Week, that if they do Morpheus, they'll also announce that No Man's Sky will be a launch title. And that's one of the things you'll get to see in December. You reckon that's any chance? Uh, I yeah, definitely. I reckon that. I think that'll be the the game that they use as a demonstration, actually. Yeah. Morpheus at the game show there. Because as I said before, they got this whole weird, mysterious thing about the release date. So, oh, we'd like to tell you, but we can't because of things out of our control. It just it does seem like they're sort of going for VR, especially with the PC announcement in uh, back at E three. Yeah, so that's why I'm expecting Morpheus. A lot of information of Morpheus. Uh, I don't know about pricing yet. I don't think they'll they'll announce the pricing for it just yet. Um, that and probably um, PlayStation Now um, and the UK market because I don't. Is it fully live in the UK or is it still on beta? Just beta. It's beta still. No, it's fully live. I think because my mate's got yeah, all but we haven't got subs yet. Yeah, we haven't got subs yet. Though, no, we? we haven't got subs. Yeah, so they'll probably announce all that stuff there too. Oh, that would oh, that would be killer. Me. If they could name that before the end of the year, I think that would be a good thing, if they, especially if it's a good price. I have to agree on Gary about the Nathan Drake collection because a recent article, I remember that they said there's still stuff that we changed that were not told about us, about us, that weren't told to us yet, but they will share them later on. So I think maybe we'll see some more information about that. Perhaps. That would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Special edition, please. <laughs> well, there's already a special edition, isn't there? But then, yeah, but I want a, a better one. <laughs> having said that, it's it's October 27th, so technically the game should be out at that point. Yeah, but this is this is Sony and Europe. They won't care. No, still have gameplay. I do wonder, actually. Um, going back to Morpheus. Uh, you meant that this week it got mentioned that um, Ark, the uh, dinosaur-based survival game on PC, is coming to PS4 in June next year. That kind of sounds like Project it, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that could be the release date is June, and uh, it will be. come out then. I am going to say something right now, though. I am very confident that at the Tokyo Game Show, we will finally see Taken versus Street Fighter from the Taken team. Hmm. 
Yeah, it's been a while. Since, uh, they say anything. it's it's very far along in development, so I'm I'm just gonna call that out right now. <laughs> and maybe Tekken Seven release date for consoles. Well, not a release date, but announcement. Yeah, something like that. Because they've got Street Fighter in December, so it'd be kind of cool to sort of have a beat 'em up each time that's different. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. I'm glad we got that all sorted. Ben, did you have any other extra predictions to make? Um. No, I was expect. I was going to mention Quantic Dream here with them coming up with David Cage coming up and talking about his emotions, and how more polygons means more emotions. And stuff. Wow! Imagine getting him and you, uh, Gillem, up on stage at the same time and just be <laughs> just be a, a, a wash with French whimsy. All I know is that I, um, the event I'm going to next month will have the Vive, yeah, the HTC yeah, VR, will, yeah. And yeah. That's right. The whatchamacallit other thing will be playable, so I'm annoyed that the whatchamacallit isn't there. Curse you. <laughs> you know, the um, Morpheus. Yes. Whatchamacallit, that's its new name. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That, it's called Project Morpheus, but the real name is called the whatchamacallit. <laughs> that's what it's released as. <laughs> uh, right, a couple more stories. Not great big ones. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege got delayed to December, which uh, Ubisoft seemed to like doing that with one game a year uh, they delayed it December last year it was the crew which was supposed to come out I think September and they uh, started going out of nowhere oh actually no um, December straight off and yeah lo and behold it's happened again uh, it was supposed to come out October 13th originally and they're basically saying that it wasn't an easy decision but based on the feedback we've received and based on our own internal tests we felt there are adjustments and improvements we can make including improving the co-op experience across all game modes weapon and gadget balancing as well as menu and interface navigation uh, we're taking a little more time to make these changes and we think that's the right call so that's uh, the <laughs> uh, surprising but it seems to be the way of ubisoft post Assassin's Creed Unity. You know, we're going to take our time with everything and be careful. So, but do you think they'll really improve the game, Gary? No. <laughs> Straight <laughs> out like that. Um, the the number one thing they need to be worried about right now, and probably throwing more money in, is servers. Because yeah. uh, that that game is not going to work on day one. No. It's just not. It's going to crash all the time. Well, maybe not crash. People would just not be able to get in and play with each other yeah. because they won't have enough servers. And yeah. they'll release a statement. We weren't anticipating the success of this game. And yeah. you know, all the cool. same stupid crap. But Yeah. Call me cynical, but I think they're doing it to avoid a lot of the other games out there. And they suddenly realize, hang on, we've already got a game coming out that month. Oh, yeah. Maybe we, wanna, we might want to move another one but of them. <laughs> they know that Rainbow Six Siege is going to sell more than Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they know that. People have been waiting for a new Rainbow Six for a very long time. It, it could well sell very well. It's just, I think, putting it next to Assassin's Creed is probably a bit of a death wish. Especially if there is a lot of negative feedback about Syndicate. Like there and was there has been. Like, we yeah. haven't heard much of anything about Syndicate since its reveal. So. I think because everyone's very underwhelmed after last year. It's just, it's, that was like the final straw for a lot of people, both in the industry and out. It, it did a job and people are like no I don't care anymore one way or the other I don't hate it I don't love it I just it's off my radar I think that's why you don't see it covered quite the same way 
Yeah. Or maybe it's just maybe it's just got to the stage where now it is like stuff like Call of Duty where oh yeah you see news of it and you can't remember if you're seeing news of the current game the last game the game before oh. that or the next game you see yeah yeah it could be they could have shown us the next ten Assassin's Creed and we just didn't realize yeah that's why I said I love the time period but if it was in that time period three years ago it would have been much better goes up against uh, Hitman I believe isn't it at that point. yeah which. Uh, Hitman and Just Cause 3. Yeah, so it's, ooh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Hmm. Right, so who else have we got to talk to? Ben. Right, Words. You. Words, yeah, they are a thing that we say on this yeah. podcast. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but what words would you use in a sentence or two, or maybe a paragraph, to sort of sum up how you feel about Rainbow Six Siege being delayed? Do you care? Um... I would say it's to be delayed for polish, but <laughs> I really doubt it. Um, yeah, this stage. So yeah, I could. Uh, I don't know. Um, so yeah, it's just because there's so many games coming out in November. I'd say. Who wants to compete with As Creed? The yeah, fallouts. I mean, they made that mistake last year, I think, with yeah. uh, Far Cry and yeah. Assassin's Creed, placing them so close together, just sort of drowned yeah. each other out. Especially got, with what happened, you know. Yeah. Like I said, you got Ass Creed, Fallout, Call of Duties. There's got to be something else in November as well. Halo think. 5. There you go, ha- yeah. the Halos. Tomb Raider. Uh, Tomb Raiders. Well, Tomb Raider is already releasing on, on, failure, on failure alone. Yeah, so <laughs> Re- releasing the same day as Fallout Four is suicide. Yeah, <laughs> on one console. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I would honestly be interested to see the figures that week. What sold more, PS4 copies of Fallout or Xbox copies of Tomb Raider? Yeah, yeah. Not even counting the Microsoft copies and the PC copies of Fallout. I, I, I honestly do think that Fallout might sell more copies, <laughs> and that would just be a bit embarrassing. Not the Microsoft to let you know the figures. But, uh, yeah. Um, and Kevin, surprise? Yes. No. So, no? <laughs> <laughs> As ever, the king of short, sharp statements. <laughs> um, well. Are you looking forward to it, though? Um, you're still talking about Rainbow Six, right? No, no, we, we stopped ages ago. We're now talking about um, Goat Simulator again. Oh, okay. Um, no, no. Really, I'm talking about Rainbow Six. <laughs> No, about Rainbow Six. I'm actually curious. I've never played any Rainbow Six games so far. But when I saw the footage of this one, I was kind of interested, mostly because of the co-op. Because, personally, I feel there's not that much proper co-op games out there. The last one I really enjoyed was Dying Light. And I feel like this one actually gives you that teamwork feeling that you have to work together to get a proper playthrough. So I definitely am interested in this one. Mm, I don't I, really care that much if they delay it, unless it's like three years. But you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's nothing really. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not that we're gonna die because it's now delayed towards December. It's not that we're like, oh my god, no, we weren't waiting that bad oh for it. God. We're interested in it. That's the difference. <laughs> good, good, good. Well, there we go. So one more story. It's really just a small story. Um, 
Telltale's Back to the Future series could be heading to PS4 and Xbox One, apparently, to coincide with the 30th anniversary of the film. Uh, according to Amazon Canada, it's uh, supposed to retail at the same time, which I think is October 13th, which, funnily enough, was the uh, Rainbow Six original release date. So there you go. There's a the real reason. They were scared of Back to the Future. Um, yeah, it was released five years ago, criminally, on uh, PS3 and uh, PC. And, of course, was uh, the last major... I think it was the last major episodic game Telltale did before... The Walking Dead came and changed everything for them. Uh, it was a fairly decent game, fairly funny, but yeah, the, just a bit maddening in the puzzles. Did anyone else here play the Back to the Future game? Uh, well, just, just to answer. <laughs> yes, <No>. I did. <laughs> you did, Gary? Yes, I did. You did? How did you find it? I didn't like it very much. <laughs> no, not in compared to not in comparison, I would say to no, the late uh, stuff. Tell, uh, you know, Telltale was doing really good with the Sam and Mags games. Yeah, um, those were awesome, and uh, I think Back to the Future was kind of their first uh, kind of licensed project that they did, and it, it just didn't work very well for them at all. You know, and then obviously they found success with Walking Dead, and you know we know the story after that. But yeah. no, Back to the Future. Yeah, it just—it wasn't the same, you know. It, it didn't feel like it had any connection to the movies, in my opinion. Like I was not entertained by it at all. Uh, I mean, there were cool little things in there that sort of riffed on some of the movie bits. I don't know. It was just like, and the guy who did the Michael J. Fox voice was actually quite good. It was a uh, uh, Michael J. Fox does turn up in a cameo, but not as Marty McFly. And it's so weird. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Yeah, so. It's like yeah. you're in you're in the game, but you're not voicing the character you played in a movie. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can kind of understand it more now, but it's like with the way he is. But yeah, um, so it kind of makes sense, I suppose. Well, that Telltale just want to sort of bring up some of their older work and go, hey, you know, this is what we did before The Walking Dead. Probably not sure if that's a great idea if they start thinking of putting Jurassic no, Park in not. it. <laughs> No, see, yeah, they, like, we never got an episode two to Jurassic Park. <laughs> That's how bad that one was. <laughs> that one was awful. <laughs> but kind of holds out hope that the Sam and Max games might get a re-release. Just uh, give them yeah, a chance. Those games were fantastic. Yeah. You know, they were funny. They were entertaining. But, yeah. Yeah, let's say with their... Monkey Island one, which was a bit yeah, hit and miss compared to the old Monkey Islands, but yeah, I, yeah. I honestly think they should get like the Ghostbusters license and do Ghostbusters Telltale games. Uh, like, I'm sure it'll happen. I'm sure I next year that's lined up. Yeah, considering the films for next year, yeah, it'll be, it'll be there. And, and and of course, like I said before, the X Files will be perfect for them. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just it. There is so many good options for them but the problem is the longer they go out doing them means the longer in the tooth the formula gets as it is so they really need to start changing stuff I mean as I said the other week Life is Strange teaches a lot of lessons Telltale about what they could do going forward and you kind of hope they learn some of those but that does mean they'd have to change a lot I I think um, them doing their own style like if you look at The Walking Dead you know, they're doing it themselves. It's based in the world, but it's yeah. their story. 
Whereas if you look at like Game of Thrones, they have to follow a certain canon, so they're very restricted in that way. Um, yeah, they're, they're certainly more tied in than they are in The Walking Dead, where there are mentions of characters and you do see them from the comics. But yeah, and yeah. I think things like that are kind of holding them back. That's why like the Game of Thrones hasn't been as well received as you know The Walking Dead. No, you know? which is a shame in a way because it has got better as the series has gone on. But the more you've got invested in the characters, but yeah, at the beginning they are relying so heavily on, hey, look, it's that character and that character, so like, to try and get you know, fans over with them. But then I, maybe it depends on the company you're dealing with. Where when you've got a licensing deal, that some will say, well, hey, you've got to feature our characters in it more prominently if you're going to have the license. So yeah, that. Whereas you know, Robert Kirkman was said before about the walking dead he's quite happy to give them a bit more free reign to do what they wanted he said they can use people from the universe they can not it's up to them so so that he yes. they they did a bit at the beginning and, and they it. can easily like kill off characters whenever they want you know yeah you can't really do that in game of thrones because they're still alive on the tv show in the books no, no, but then that's why they went a whole route with a, a different family that are barely mentioned in the book and don't really have a fate decided it's a good way of doing it in the sense that you're fighting the power in your own way but knowing you aren't really going to win it's just a way of making sure that everyone doesn't end up dead by the end of it yeah yeah it's it's a different way of doing things and i think you've played uh tales from the borderlands haven't you ben and that's a very different take on the yeah. sort of way of doing things so it's you, there's a lot of negativity about oh they're doing the same old thing same old thing but then nothing's really been that bad yet since walking dead been drops in form but not you know they're still quite tolerable fairly enjoyable like every time i get an episode of game of thrones so far I've, I've played for it there and then you know no second playthrough just done and it's nice like that but it still does it whereas i don't know the wolf among us was a bit more of a slog and I had all the episodes there, and yeah, I was like, oh, I'll do half an hour here, half an hour there. So it's, I mean, the next See, thing they've got... Wolf Among Us is based on the Fables comic book from DC. Which is so just... they have to kind of follow the canon in that, too. They're very yeah. that way. Yeah, that was my main concern with that one, was that, that Bigby was an established character, and with an established pattern of behaviour. And it made, didn't really make sense to make him like overly aggressive in parts of those game, in that game because it wasn't him. It's just you know, the character is a, quite reformed, even though he has a wild side. So it didn't make sense for him to be you know, a dick to people. Yeah, yeah. Is there anyone else have any word on the idea of playing Back to the Future? I'm going to guess by that eerie silence that no is the answer to that one. <laughs> <laughs> And thus concludes the news. Now, we were supposed to do Banter with Bolt here. Are we still doing Banter with Bolt is the question. What do you reckon, guys? Can we just make up a question out of nowhere? I can make a question right now. Oh, yeah, we can do it. Yeah, let's think of a question okay. on air. We'll do it live. And okay. if not, I'll just cut it out. <laughs> 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 well, that's a whole different thing. <laughs> um, uh, this also means that we don't have our usual theme music, then I'd imagine. So, Ben, um, what can we do? Well, uh, you contacted me today, and you said, "Ben, 
Oh my god. We need a theme tune. So I thought, okay, what I'll do is I'll write the theme tune, I'll sing the theme tune. So, here we go. It's time to ask some questions. Do, 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 do. Time to ask some things. Do, 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 do. I'm looking at the Facebook, looking at the comments. I'll be so good for Bantam Revolt. <laughs> what the hell was that? Congratulations. That was <laughs> Kevin, you're fine. Kudos to the man. <laughs> By the way, if you get the reference. I do. Yes, certainly. <laughs> Oh dear. Now we've got I'm gonna a question. Cut, I'm going to cut that one out and put it in front of every banter with Paul from now on. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, Kevin, we don't really have much need for you anymore. You can go. So. No. Oh, okay. It's going to stay? Yeah. Oh, anyway, I suppose we should think of a, a story. I, I've, should, got, I've got a question. Yeah? Oh, question I've got an thought. idea. One. What games would you mix the genres together to make another game? Ooh. Hmm. Well, so you mean like mix two different games together of different well, genres? It doesn't have to be two different games, but yeah, you know, multiple games together to make a different game. So, like hmm. putting Resident Evil and Dino Crisis and making one game out of it? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, zombie dinosaurs. Zombie dinosaurs is done. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that the third Dino Crisis, though? Just in space. Damn it. We never talk about Dino Crisis 3. It doesn't exist. exist. <laughs> didn't exist to me, <laughs> that's for sure. But It was a fake fan game. game. <laughs> we remember. That Capcom forgot to cancel. <laughs> I don't know, Ben. Um, do you have it? Is that your mind, personally? Well, no, I just thought of the question, so... <laughs> I've done all the hard work. But, <laughs> he did his job. <laughs> uh, fine, how about Assassin's Creed meets... Um, Go to Go Simulator meets... Fighting Force. Fighting Force. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, what, you got to stealthily beat the hell out of people as a goat? Yeah. Good work. That actually sounds like a really fun game. I would totally play that. <laughs> <laughs> or how about FIFA meets GTA, where Man. after you finish your football match, you go into the crowd and have a bit of a fight. Ooh, That's just realism. Like a game where you can play as a hooligan and start fights on the on the soccer team. Yeah, <laughs> so that'd be Streets of Rage FIFA. If Rockstar didn't make that, it would it's just a missed opportunity. Away. Well, they could be a new Manhunt game as well. Well, it could be. The... Uh, I think that'd be an awesome. I would totally buy that game. You just some random dude who goes to a football game and you start a fight and it turns into a huge riot. I have a slight feeling it's a game that I'd rather wait for PS Plus to be free. Uh, <laughs> I sort of remember, just thinking off the top of my head, the game that was actually going like that was by Rockstar. It was a state of emergency. It's just basically going around writing. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. That was one of the early PS2 games. Well, can we get a sequel to Marco, Marco's Magic Football as well? Marco's Magic Football? Don't you remember that? No. No, oh, I don't. It was an amazing game. It was a footballing game, but it was a beat-em-up. Oh, okay, yeah. It was on the Mega Drive. 
Oh, that, that's one of my ideas for my game development course out of the way. <laughs> yeah, you had a magic football that would kill people when you kick them. See, there was me thinking I imagined it. <laughs> so, um, and there was me just plain old being a plagiarist. Yeah. Uh, how about a new decap attack as well? Yeah, that could work. But with beheaded characters from video games. Yeah, there we go. DLC yeah. characters. Now you're just adding uh, new Crazy. games from older games instead of creating games. <laughs> you so changed the question. Well, uh, nobody else is bringing up names. So, uh, Well, I was going to. Okay, you, go on now. You're having so much fun. I was going to say, a romancing game like Hat of a Boyfriend mixed with Mass Effect. So you get all the romance stuff, but you romance pigeon versions of the all. That's amazing. Then you can have Space Jesus Pigeon. Yeah, Space Jesus Pigeon. Yeah. Be great. <laughs> and then instead of space magic where you got to pick red, blue and green you've got a peacock at the end and you just point at the different feather colours <laughs> <laughs> I this would, is just getting weird <laughs> I would make, I would put Destiny together with a finished game <laughs> oh bad <laughs> how about Destiny with Elder Scrolls because then it'll actually be open world <laughs> Open world and just as empty, I'd yeah. imagine. <laughs> and still had no story. Yeah. <laughs> well, it'll have some story, but it won't make sense and it'll be in the wrong order. Um, oh, what else could they do? They could do Batman and anything, I suppose. Just make the Batman. Make- oh, they've done that. Batman That's and much Tony Warner Brothers Hawks. in general. Batman and Tony Hawks. <laughs> I think we need a game with Wacky Racers because Muttley's here. <laughs> <laughs> Wacky Racers in GT. Oh, GTA 5 and Wacky Racers, how about that? GTA 5 and Wacky Racers. I'm sure there'll be a mod for that somewhere. <laughs> that, would, that would be good. That you can just, you know, make traps at the side of the road. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah. I think. It doesn't sound that fun anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it did for a minute. <laughs> yeah. No, for a few seconds, not even a minute. <laughs> what about you, wow. Gary? Anything you can think of? Uh, wow, oh, you guys did such a great job there. <laughs> um, you know, mine is a little more simple. I would I would do like a classic horror movie fighting game. Where you play with like Jason and Michael Myers and Freddy, just make a fighting game like Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I could go with that. That'd be pretty cool, actually. Yeah, you know, Predator, Alien is there. You know, classic characters that everybody knows. Just turn it into a fighting game. I mean, you already did Predator, Jason, and Freddy. May as well go and make a new one with all those characters. That. Or a Friday the 13th game mixed with The Witcher, where you play as Jason and you slaughter people while they're having sex in camp. I've been watching all those films this week in preparation for Until Dawn. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, It always comes across now that Jason is the hero. It's just... He is the original social justice warrior. He is a he just he doesn't like drug, sex, anything like that. Any anyone who does anything naughty, doesn't matter how good they are, that's it. It's like oh, <laughs> there you go. Your, your kids polluting my rivers for your dirty sex. <laughs> like, yeah, 
and and like the 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 more you wait for them to start having sex, you know, the more points you get for killing them, and then you level yeah. up, and you become it's even like, more badass. Oh, you know what? I've got it. There you go. It'll be, uh, yeah, a slasher game that's like Mario Sunshine, except opposite. So instead of trying to clean the world up, <laughs> instead of cleaning the world up, you just make it worse by killing everything. Why do I, driving why do I... down tourism? Why can't I just picture Mario with like a paintbrush going around graffiti and everything with like an evil stare with a slasher knife? Oh, like God. a mix of the old Mario theme tune but with like the old slasher like song. <laughs> you know. You know how it goes. I know how it goes. Just but with the Mario beeps instead. <laughs> <laughs> or a Chucky game. I totally take a Chucky game. Chucky game, mad. From his point of view, running around. Oh, yeah, little... it could be like um, a little <laughs> puzzler, couldn't it? Because you have to try and reach better heights to be able to kill people. Yeah. Like Among the Sleep, kind of. Yeah. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, that's quite right. Yeah, Among the Sleep's a PC game. Like, you face the pair as a child. Thing. It's a like... PS4 game as well, I think. No, it's not coming out on PS4. Oh, it hasn't come out yet on PS4. It was announced. Ah. Like a lot it's of something. PC games. Yeah. <laughs> what about that toy... What soldiers wouldn't it be like that as well? Kind of, but with Chucky. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, Toy Soldiers is more of a tower defense game than anything. Yeah, but they could just remove that part. I meant that sort of art style would be pretty good. I yeah, think. but Chucky's super violent, and they have to get the voice actor back. The guy who does his voice, is nobody else can do that voice. Yeah. As long as How it's about- not like the 2013 version of Chucky, because that was a horrible movie. The rest was good. <laughs> But that was a horrible one. It was way too serious. How about a walking Which simulator? That's already walking simulators. No, no. But I was gonna. I was gonna say with, walking with, simulator, but taking place in games where after everything has happened. <laughs> so it's like you could go to the mansion Resident Evil when it's just ruins, and you just walk around it, going, "Oh, okay, something interesting must have happened here." Uh, and then that's it. It ends. Well, um, we already have janitor simulator, so. Uh, yeah. Shadow Warrior on PC. It came with like a something called visceral cleanup. Yeah, you have to be the guy who cleans up all the yeah. messes. Yeah, you got to clean all the messes <laughs> from the battles. <laughs> you could be a, something like that in the GTA world. You play like an insurance guy who has to like pay insurance for all the destruction caused by players in GTA. <laughs> God, <laughs> you just want to quit after the day. <laughs> You'd be the end up being the guy that just end up raging on everyone and blowing everyone up anyway. Because <laughs> he's just a snap. <laughs> you'd be like, just, yeah, just you'd be like, you'd be like being a teenager again, where you just got to host a party and you're trying not to let them break your stuff, and it just it gets out of control, and you just end up <laughs> going crazy and hitting people over the head with a lamp. Uh, you know, as, as happens in all those situations, obviously. Ah, uh, dear. Yeah. Anyway, I, I was think actually thinking. Uh, oh, the first Bioshock, but more terrifying, like PT demo. Oh yeah. my god, that would be brilliant! I think because the atmosphere in Bioshock One is brilliant, but as much as I'm a fan, I think it would have been better if there was less shooting and everything, and more that kind of feeling of fright. So, kind of like we were saying about walking simulator style game, where you don't really have weapons and stuff. Just so. No, that would be more like Amnesia The Dark Descent, which was mm. good as well, but after a while it gets repetitive. So I think it would be fun to have like 
moments where you have no weapons and moments where you do have weapons, but mm. limited. Yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that is usually the best way to do it. As I was, Ooh, and make it VR, and then people will have a heart attack while playing the game. Well, that's going to happen anyway. That is going to happen anyway. I totally agree with that. It's just a matter of time before you read. First person has heart attack with VR headset. And whatever brand it is, is going down. (laughs) That's probably the... That's what's going to cause it. And they're going to blame video games. (laughs) Yep. A year old man dies from having a heart attack watching porn in VR. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think we got a lot of juice out of that, then. Well done, Ben. Yay. Is that a joke towards the porn quote from (laughs) Gary there? A lot of juice. (laughs) A lot of juice. (laughs) The shag juice. (laughs) You should have just let it go, Kevin. (laughs) Just let it go. (laughs) Uh, Get a grip. Get a grip, as they say in the porn industry. Um, Let's go (laughs) on to reviews, I suppose. Thank you. Welcome to Porn Station Unchained. (laughs) <laughs> episode well, triple X. I mean, you could expand on GTA's hot coffee and just have a rhythm action porn game. Yeah, you just got to get it in time, but you could use the camera. Just do the moves. We're still getting. <laughs> this episode is not PG thirteen. Ah, you have to use your imagination. So we'll get away with a lower rating. It's fine. Oh, let's move on to those reviews anyway, as we were saying. But yeah, good hustle, guys. Well done. Good work, everyone. Good work, good work. I suppose we'll open with a game that we talked about at length last week because it was almost at review. And uh, yeah, we've mentioned it once or twice already. Uh, Goats, as usual. Yeah, Goat Simulator, in fact. Which, of course, you must know is reviewed (laughs) by Benjamin Shillabur Hall. And you know what? He liked it. Surprise, surprise. I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, he said, it's great fun, especially with friends. Goat Simulator is so out there and different to the norm that you can't help but have a good time and laugh along with it. He likes that the graphics are pretty sharp and pretty. Are pretty sharp and pretty. Sorry. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I think in the next line, thinking pretty hilarious. He's like, no, that makes sense. No, hilarious is the second good point. <laughs> uh, there's plenty to unlock and collect. Uh, but there's no Goat Z, no Goat MMO maps, uh, no online multiplayer, and the frame rate seems to randomly drop. But isn't that not a feature? I thought of? It is pretty much a feature, but I had to find something to put in the dislike. <laughs> not enough goats. You could have put not enough goats. <laughs> well, there are so many goats. You can be a, a, a space goat or a robot goat. Tall goat. Or a tall goat. Or a classy goat. Devil goat. So, yeah. You give it 8 out of 10, Ben. Yeah, 8 out of 10. Right. Eight out of ten. Not the ten out of ten I was expecting. No, because you know, then I ethics. think I might get told off by everyone. Yeah, ethics and journalism yeah. and all that. Yeah, um, I, I've already got the highest score on Metacritic for it. So, yeah, okay. <laughs> destructor, right. I gave it a three. I think three out of ten. Dear, dear. That's because they took it as a serious game. When <laughs> even the developer says the bugs are in there because they're in there, yeah. like he doesn't care that they're in there. It makes the game. Yeah, it is kind of the point. <laughs> but then, yeah. yeah. Uh, tip: If you want an interesting, interesting time, put Rip Goat, Repulsive Goat, Devil Goat, Angel Goat, and Double Jump Goat on at the same time. Press triangle and the game will freak out. If you press circle, the game will just go crazy. Nice. You will literally just sort of stretch up across the whole screen and just fly off. 
random directions. <laughs> it's amazing. Good. So we know you enjoy it. Yeah. Um, graciously, Ben got me a copy, and I quite enjoyed it as well. My son enjoyed it. He's uh, laughing his head off at it. I think it's hilarious because, yeah, it's a goat smashing things up and falling over. <laughs> it's not <laughs> what's not to love for a four-year-old boy. It's, uh, but uh, what about you other guys, Gary and Kevin? Any interest in the goats? I Maybe only, not even just the game. Yeah. <laughs> I only played it when it first came out on PC. Yeah. Um, I played a little bit. I never got super into it. Um, it was fun, don't get me wrong, but it's one of those games where you just do whatever the hell you want and have fun doing that, which to me, I don't really have that much fun doing those types of things. You like a bit more structured sort of... Yeah, like, everybody has fun in GTA Online, you know, like, oh, we can just go do whatever I, I, we want, and I don't find too much fun in doing all those things. Yeah, but then I find most of the stuff in GTA Online is because you go to do it, do something, and then something else happens as a result. And yeah. So yeah, that's usually the best way of that one. But yeah, I can understand what you mean in that sense. It's probably not for everyone that wants to just uh, have some sort of structure which you know it has objectives and such but yeah. it's yeah not as you know fully structured as uh, it could be I suppose but then it's the type of game it is um, what about you Kevin I kind of agree with Gary um, I have played it as well on PC still have it but I just don't play it as much because I don't know it's fun for like 10 minutes maybe 15 and then it gets kind of boring because it's the same kind of feeling all over again. Randomness. And for some people, that's really fun to keep going on with. But I don't know. I prefer to have some kind of difference in the game. And hmm. yeah, it didn't feel, didn't feel that fun to me. It was fun for a while, but eventually you get, I got bored out of it. So. Oh, so mixed opinions we have on Goat Simulator. Dun, dun, dun. It's definitely a Marmite game. Yeah. That's for sure. Which is fine. Ben likes Marmite in this case. <laughs> I um, just hope we get GTA or a Metal Gear Solid 5 then because yeah. you can recruit a gold army in that game now. I know. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> I don't know if you guys knew that. Like You can capture ghosts with the with the balloon thing. Yeah. And you can train them to be soldiers. And I'm going to have an army of goats. Ben's just... entire mother base is going to be an army of goats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so looking forward to invading that base. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm turning invasions off straight away. Oh no, but we've got to come and invade your goat base. I have six. Yeah. I have six hundred forty-seven friends. Six hundred forty-seven friends. If even about twenty or thirty of those people buy the game, I am never going to beat the first mission. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh... let's go to Afghanistan. Okay. Oh, you've been invaded. Oh, one second. Man, you gotta trust your goat army, dude. <laughs> yeah. Have yeah. you seen a real goat in real life? They can climb anything. It's true. I think they'll be okay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna be amazing, though. The goat army. Yeah, among the many other amazing things, it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> oh, so soon, so soon. Oh, almost... but wait, there. You could, you could have, you just have like a relationship with your army. Does it mean you have to go back to your base to pet the goats? Yeah, if you could. <laughs> you have like a bring your kids to work day for the soldiers to so say they can come and pet the goats. Yeah. <laughs> you got to bring food and pet the goats before you send them off to missions. 
I don't, I don't even think Kojima's fought that far forward, to be honest. <laughs> I, know, I know he likes his quirky stuff, but it's uh, probably a little too far in terms of quirks. <laughs> nano machines. <laughs> Goat powered nano machines. That's it, there we go. Nano machines. Um, oh, yeah, I went there. Yeah. Uh, next review, anyway, is by me, funnily enough. And it's Zombie, which is, of course, the port of the Wii U game, Zombie U. Uh, I thought it was quite good. So I said it's a rather basic port instead of a revised version of an underrated gem that it needed to be. Uh, Zombie still manages to hold up well for years on, thanks to the way it makes great use of its location, subject matter, and atmosphere to create an unnerving modern survival horror. I liked the dread-inducing atmosphere, the fact that it makes zombies feel like a threat, for once and find use of darkness environment to create tension uh, I didn't so much like they've taken away the online functionality uh, the visuals are still a bit underwhelming and the combat gets a bit repetitive after time I get 7.5 out of 10 which is mainly because Dying Light I gave 8 and I feel it's a far better game in other respects but I really wanted to give this 8 in a way but as I said it's such a bad port not bad even, just underwhelming. It's functional, it does the job, the game still plays brilliantly. But for me, it's just, it is like a classic survival horror in the way you have to manage your inventory, the death system. It's really, yeah, it's, it's one of the games I'll probably have fun with way beyond reviewing it. And that's nice, but yeah, it just feels like they could have done more with it. Uh, the second screen stuff, not a problem. It's like that it's not there because you still have the tension. It, it's just you have a, you know, you've got a menu screen that comes up instead on screen and you can't really see the whole thing. But yeah, it's the fact that it still looks a bit like the Wii version. I mean, almost barely any difference in a lot of ways. And they could have just done a bit more of it. It's a shame. But yeah, it's still recommendable at £15 over here, I think. So yeah, worth a pop. Um, Kevin. Any interest in zombie? I might go for it. I have a Wii U myself. Tested out the demo. I know I should probably play it on Wii U instead, but I don't know. I don't use my Wii U as much. So maybe I... eventually I'll try it out. I kind of feel like this is one of those games that won't take too long to pop up onto PSN free, actually. Yeah, or PS Plus. <laughs> I kind of feel like it wouldn't take that long, so... Maybe if it's free on there, I'll go have a run, see what it's like on PS4. It'll be interesting to see the differences between the Wii version, because I tested a demo on the Wii, and it kind of played good, but some parts annoyed me where you were a really slow hitter, for instance. Yeah, well, that's still kind of there, but it it feels a bit smoother on PS4 for some reason, whereas on the Wii, I don't know if it's the pad with the Wii, it just felt a bit more clunky. But, uh, yeah, it does feel a little bit smoother in the way you hit things. But it's very much like um, a Dark Souls game where, you know, you have to sort of time your hit right because you know, it's a long animation to do the hit. And if you miss it, you know, you've just wasted valuable seconds that could end up killing you. Yeah, which, that I have is, noticed in the demo. Yeah, which is fine because that creates a lot of tension. That's the idea. It's like in a more realistic take on it and you have to try and make every shot count if you will I mean there's a later bit where you know you have some heavy artillery you know to use and you're like oh this is cool and then you suddenly realise there isn't that much of it and there's probably far too many zombies for what you've got and 
yeah, so the panic sets in when you start realizing, well, I should have actually been saving those bullets. And it's, it really works that well. It can contain guns and still feel quite intimidating when the zombies are coming after you. And yeah, it's just had so long they've been fodder in games. I mean, Dying Light did it quite well for a while in that game where, you know, they were actually quite unnerving to be around. You've got to sort of try and be quick getting into places so they don't just sneak up on you when you're on your own. But as soon as you were powered up, it started becoming, oh, I'll just chop my way through this horde of them. It's like, even on New Game Plus, it's like your stuff's all so good at that point that you, you're turning them into shish kebabs before you know it. Yeah, great game, I find. As I said, you might try it. Um, Gary, what about you? Yo, yeah, um, I actually really enjoyed the game on the Wii U. Um, I'm kind of sad the multiplayer function is gone because it was quite fun with multiplayer. Um but no, I, I really do like it. It was a very fresh take um, on, on the genre. I mean, it felt very uh, survival horror to me. Or yeah, very had much. had to survive. You, know, you die, you lose everything, and you start off as a new character. Yeah, and you get that one chance to go and get that backpack back as well, which is cool when you start as a new character. and try. Yeah. You have to kill your zombified self mm-hmm. to get it back. And if you fail, then it's gone forever. But... Again, it's one of those very Dark Souls-esque things of you know just where you can go and get your souls back from your last death if yeah. you're lucky. But yeah, yeah, it's a cool, cool thing. And so it's weird to think that Ubisoft are the ones here, you know, adding a refreshing take on a tired thing <laughs> when they put out what they put out every year and use the same tower mechanic for nearly all their games. So, which even in this there is a little bit of that it's just not you know there's the whole connecting the receivers to so you can get the map unlocked even in zombie which is mad you know yeah, yeah. i really enjoy it. it was a very very fresh very realistic take on the zombie apocalypse in my opinion yeah definitely agree i'm just sad that it is very underappreciated you know yeah, and this is a chance that they could have had to sort of get it appreciated because if they put a bit more effort in it, it probably would have been quite well received, to be honest. As it is, people are moaning because you know, the gamepad stuff isn't there and all that. And it's like, it's a bit unfair because I don't think it really affects that much. Yeah, I mean, they could have easily done 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 it with the with the Vita, you know, as a second screen thing. Or a mobile. Yeah, it's like, yeah so it, that? on that point, yeah, that's kind of their issue like they they could have done it but they chose not to um optional would have been nice yeah because yeah. not everyone has a vita of course so an optional second screen thing there is the option on the vita but i've never seen any game use it actually so it would have been nice to actually see that that being used yeah it was a good, good opportunity but then i said this is probably mainly out because they want to recoup some money they lost on the wii u and it's the only way they're going to get doing it so they've done the bare minimum they have to which is obviously change the things that you couldn't do on a PS4 very easy without recoup the money they spent on making the sequel which they haven't released yeah well hopefully it does well <laughs> enough but they probably just nixed their own sequel now by releasing a bit this as it is which as I said, is a very good game still but people are just going to look at it and go eh, well Especially when Dying Lights come out and it looks so good and you know, it's done 
quite well in the zombie genre again this year. I've just never seen a company make an entire game and then refuse to to release it because the console hasn't sold as many units as you wanted it to sell. Yeah, you just wasted all that money making the game, and you have made zero profit on making that game because you refused yeah. to release it. I think we'll see it at some point. It may not be the big game it was going to be, but I think it will come out in some shape or form in time. And Ben, I believe. Is that it? anyone left? No, yeah. no, did Kevin talk? Oh. Yeah, Kevin talked. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Words. <laughs> Words and sentences. Some speech. Uh, I bought a zombie. I've only paid a little bit of it. I'm going to Buckingham. Yeah. Um, but so far, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, good. Glad to hear. <laughs> but I've not found the zombies too much of a threat. Yeah. No, it starts building up a bit. It I just really run around with my British sticker baseball bat and go, <laughs> and smack them over the head. <laughs> yeah, it's good fun in that sense, but it's getting them. It's, if you start missing hits and stuff overwhelms you a bit, that's when it starts going crazy. You're not far from a moment like that where you just think, oh, this doesn't mean too bad. And then well, I have about 70 bullets on me, so. Yeah, they can go very quick. <laughs> like me. I've been I, stocking them up. Yeah, I did the same, and I think in a sequence not long after that, I pretty much wasted a lot without meaning to. <laughs> it's, it's it gives you little moments like that. It's quite cool. But yeah, I said it's not so challenging as something like Dark Souls, where you know you are just going to get brutally destroyed every time you do anything. But it is just it makes you cautious about being a bit too cocky. Yeah. Right. I think then we should move on to the next review, which I suppose we don't have much to say about. It's uh, Pure Hold'em, which is, of course, about card games. Um, (laughs) This was reviewed by Simon Sayers. Uh, He said, A stunning recreation of the world's most popular poker game, Pure Hold'em captures the spirit of the big tournaments with slick presentation, an intuitive interface, and great multiplayer options. Uh, he said it looks fantastic with sweet extra options to customize the games, lots of online tournaments, and the ability to set up private games, smooth, intuitive interface, as he said, lets the cards do the talking. He didn't like the microtransactions and that you can't see your folded cards. He gave it 8.5 out of 10, quite surprisingly. Uh, I really don't care for card games, personally, in, in real life, even. just find them annoying and pointless. <laughs> um, so I 8.5 could could be the greatest card game ever, but I'm not going to like it. Um, but phew, what about you, Gary? Any, are you a fan of card games? I am a fan of card games, but I don't play them like at casinos or anything like that because I know I'm going to lose all the time. But, you know, um, it, it does look fantastic, <laughs> like graphically. Like, yeah, like, it really does. Like, no if you that. fail to make this game look good, then you fail at making the game <laughs> It's like that pure chess game. It's just like... <laughs> but yeah, I mean, obviously people will buy this game who are really into that. I mean... Oh yeah, definitely. It's, it's, people will probably find some ways to spend real money and, and gamble that way, but... No, it, it could be a fun tournament game if people had tournaments. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know if it has any like couch co-op or couch you know, multiplayer where, like, four people can sit in the same room and play it, but it'd be cool if it did. 
Yeah, it seems to be online based. Would it be it. too easy to kind of cheat? Yeah, I was going to say that probably be the problem with that. This is why you punch your friends in the face, and <laughs> then you look at the cards as they're moaning and groaning. <laughs> uh, uh, dear. Um, so let's go to Ben. Right, you are you a card carrying fool? Uh, no, no, uh, it's not. You Unless not. it's the Yu-Gi-Ohs, then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you, Kevin? No. No, there you go. Simple as that. That's more than I thought we'd have to say on it, to be honest. So that's, uh, uh, we've, uh, taken Short a bit but powerful. Fun. Short but powerful. Uh, final review is by good old JP, John Paul Jones. He's uh, reviewed Toy Soldiers, War Chest. Uh, he said it's an entertaining, substantial, if simplistic take on the tower defense genre. Uh, Toy Soldiers, War Chest thrills are prominent, yet a little dulled by some technical issues and needlessly greedy pricing model. Uh, he likes it's easily accessible strategy laced with entertaining action elements, a uh, substantial amount of longevity. Hero units are a lot of fun to play as. He didn't like the uh, frequent slowdown during busy scenes, overbearing pricing model, and too simplistic for tower defense veterans. Give it 7 out of 10. Uh, yeah, the monetization uh, does sound a bit over the top in the game. Strangely enough, in a game about toys, it's uh, trying to prize every last penny at you by luck of it and I don't know just I'm a bit bored of tower defense games of any kind at this stage uh, how about you guys Kevin do you like tower defense games not my thing not your thing at all not even if you can play as He-Man no uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ben what about you Ben's died. There you go. So he clearly doesn't like it. <laughs> I like how everybody just dies when they don't answer. <laughs> That's the only excuse. <laughs> but why was I never alive to begin with? Yeah, well, and we're, well, we did say you might be on a different plane of existence, so it's possible. Um, but yeah, I, I must be. I'm tempted. He looks good. Uh, I, I was looking at it earlier today, thinking about buying it. Is that because it's got lots of monetization uh, in the game? Um. Yeah, he man, and it has the Ezio from Assassin's Creed. The, the Ezio from the Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> Ezio, that famous rapper from the old Florence series. Ezio Aditore. <laughs> <laughs> I like the smack of the beef cheese. <laughs> so yeah, I was tempted because of Ezio and because of he man <laughs> and the G.I. Joes. And the G.I. Joes. Does look good. Does look good. <laughs> but, um, but you know, it's always fun to play as Ezio. Yes, but there's a, there's a whole game series that has that. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but you can't play a tower defense game with him. No, well, there is actually a tower defense in one of <laughs> you those. You a load of towers. <laughs> <laughs> you capture them, you don't defend them, though. In fact, that is actually probably one of the best bits of marketing I've never thought about. It's a tower defense game with the king of towers. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, mad. Uh, Gary, what about you? What are your feelings on this? Uh... I was actually really looking forward to this game. Um, I was reading into it a lot, and then um, I saw the prices on PSN, and I was like, wow, screw you, I'm not buying this game. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> not even for Ezio? Everything you want in that game costs money. Like, everything. Every unit, every character is like, really? 
like, why don't you just release it as a free-to-play game and then sell it that way? But no, I have to buy it for $60 and then spend another $150 to get all the characters. It's not 60 it's like £11.50, I think. Is it? Yeah, it's, it's a budget game. I see. Are you on the right PSN page? <laughs> <laughs> it should not be a full price game. Either way, I, I still have to yeah, buy it. It will be a full price game by the time you buy everything, though. <laughs> yeah. Everything that I'm going to buy in that game pretty much equals out a full price game. So. Yeah. This goes back to what we were saying earlier. It's like taking a game and then cutting out into chunks, saying, oh, look, it's cheap, but then there's this other stuff you could get. You might not need it, but everyone else will have it. Yeah, and I mean, this is like the only game where you can play as He-Man ever. Ever, uh, and yeah. <laughs> and you can be as e- easy as The easy and the Avatories, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, like, it has a lot of potential, but the price model is a no one. I would agree on that one. It's a, a shocking price model. Hell, it's... while we're talking about this, I just spent money on Warframe. So, Did you? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Why do you exist, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it was one more thing to mention at the end of this that uh, was... Uh, no, that was it, actually. <laughs> it was the best say. I was looking at it and thinking, no, I can't mention that. No, I can't mention that. So, so embargoes, people, embargoes. That's it. I will not. We have to mention. There was no mention. There's yeah. no, there's nothing. Just to tell you, there's some stuff we can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little PSU teaser. <laughs> it's not even a good thing. Sorry. But yeah, that pretty much uh, sorts us out for reviews. So we are on to that final, final part of the show, which is what games have you been playing? Now, I think we'll start with someone else so I can rest my weary voice. So, Kevin, you don't play Hello, much. Neil! <laughs> <laughs> so what do you actually play this week? Well, let's not forget, um, f- most importantly probably for you guys, um, what has been recommended by me, no, not by me. Uh, to <laughs> me. Go stimulator. <laughs> yeah. Go stimulator. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, but uh, as recommended by uh, you know the Bolt and the Beautiful. Uh, so by Bolt, Neil and Bolt Mike. and Mike. And Mike. <laughs> um, Resident Evil One. Uh, yeah, I bought it last time during the podcast. Well, at the end of the podcast. Yeah. I haven't completely played loads on it but i've played on it for a while and i am tempted to go back because it's actually really good it's it's something to get used to because it's you know an older game and mostly the thing that bothers me are tank controls because i'm not used to that at all so the amount of times i've run into a zombie unwillingly is killing me literally actually (laughs) (laughs) so but yeah, definitely a game worth playing, and I'm looking forward to continuing. And yeah, I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna check out the rest of the games in the series as well because I have never actually played one of the newer Resident Evil games either. So those are them. on the future list. Good. Anything else? I finished Sound Shapes. Yeah, how'd you find which it? Which is enjoyable until you get to the death challenges, and then you pretty much rage your ass off <laughs> it's it's a really relaxing game and then you get these death challenges and 
the relaxation is gone within a second. Uh, they are too much death. <laughs> <laughs> too much death. But yeah, now that's finished, I'll probably kind of put that aside and try to find more stuff to get into. I've always, always, no, I've also been playing <laughs> Borderlands pre-sequel a bit more. Yeah. But yeah, I'm playing together with my friend still, and we're kind of pushing towards getting this done as fast as possible, mostly because it feels so slow. I know that it's probably the space theming and stuff that you... Space! Exactly. (laughs) So yeah, the slower movements and stuff, in a way, kind of affect this, but it doesn't feel as interesting as Borderlands 2 either. Where Borderlands 2, we really were like, you know, let's play Borderlands 2, we're going to have lots of fun, we'll play loads of hours on it at once. This was one of those games that we really felt like we got to push through, at least to see the storyline. See, I, I actually prefer the storyline in the pre-sequel to Borderlands 2. I, I hate the gameplay, but I, I like Jack as a character. Yeah, I don't mind it. It's still good stuff. It's just not as fresh when you know Borderlands 2 had Butt Stallion and all the great references in there in the beginning. Oh, this week's Tales from Borderlands was amazing. Yeah, uh, I've heard it's uh, still going strong, so it's good. Yeah, it's it's a thing with the series that actually it does have quite good writing, to be honest, in general. The jokes are funny as well. So, Honestly, yeah. I thought Borderlands pre-sequel is less, funny, uh, less funnier than Borderlands 2. We, in Borderlands 2, we often had moments where we really enjoyed it and we felt like it was funny, but in this game... When there is a joke, we notice it, but it's like, it kind of feels like we already heard it too much. Yeah. I guess it's kind of because it's the same humor throughout the game series over and over again. But yeah, we're trying to push through to get the storyline done, and then probably we'll move back to Borderlands 2 and play that again. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. So it was like the uh, entirety of your <clears throat> gameplay this week? Um, I'm thinking, um, I'm thinking, I tried the Black Ops beta the Black Ops 3 beta, twice. <laughs> didn't happen. First time waited 15 minutes. Didn't get into a game. Uh, kept searching for games that weren't there, apparently. Mm. And second time, it just showed me the boot logo for like 10-15 minutes. So, that's uninstalled. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't expect anything better, though. Nice. Still better than actually playing it. But, um, yeah, next thing... I don't know. What else, what, what else have I played? That's actually a good question. Kind of forgot. That's a good lot of games. All the same. That's it. So um, maybe we'll, we'll move it on. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, just move on. Move on. <laughs> you said enough. It's fine. Damn you! Uh, ben, what about you? You been playing anything juicy this week? Uh, well, I got my platinum on the goat stimulator. Yep. Uh, <laughs> what, you, what you had to do for that was not to be spoken of, I hear. So. <laughs> um, that annoying flappy goat was the most painful one. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, that's awful. Get 10 points in flappy goat. I've managed six so far. Yeah. Uh, that's the, the only trophy that took any time. Apart <laughs> um, uh, from that, I've been playing Fantasy 14 a lot. I've got my gear to 190 now. So. Rub it in, Ben. 
I watched me call it hard mode today. Um, which I uh, hacked man a hard mode on my own. That was interesting. And I did Hydra. You know the Hydra fight, Gary, for your relic weapon? Yeah. I did it with two other people. Just. That was fun. Rub it in, man. Just keep rubbing it in. That's cool. <laughs> uh, apart from that. Um, oh, that Commander Cherry's. What's it called? Uh, Cherry, man. Oh, the game, the game that won't recognise you. Yeah, Commander Cherry's Puzzle Journey. I finally beat level one. I'm supposed to be reviewing this for PSU.com, and it might take me a bit. I hate making games take this long to review, but I have to have the sun out, the light on, and I have to somehow exist for it to work. And I have to be naked. What? That's an important detail right there. <laughs> The I'm question not... is, Ben, is that a plus point or is that a negative point for your review? <laughs> it's quite liberating. <laughs> I'm not joking. Well, not naked, but any dark, anything with dark, t- anything dark, it will not pick up. So, as 90% of my t-shirts are dark, that's pretty much screws it up. I, f- I found a t-shirt that works with it now, um, and my jeans are black, so my legs don't exist. <laughs> so this is I one hell of an explicit <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so I have to play this game in in, in boxer shorts because otherwise I don't exist. And That's even dedication. then, <laughs> you gotta record yourself playing this game. <laughs> and I have Video to keep review. the window open, and I'm facing the main road. <laughs> You have to twitch this game now. You have to, you have to twitch it. Yeah, go on. If you're not allowed to write swear words in reviews, he's not allowed to go naked on the videos. <laughs> so yeah, this is this is how much dedication I am putting into trying to get this game to work. <laughs> Captain Raspberry is something you make a porno over there. <laughs> Just wonder what the people who pass by think when they see Ben in his underwear standing in front of a TV, <laughs> waving his arms and stuff around. All the blinds open to the sun. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you're too far away from the camera. Move closer. You're too close to the camera. Move further away. Uh, it's like you have to, basically, you have to use your body as platforms and to hit buttons. <laughs> You're making it worse. <laughs> I, I had a, I finished the last level by having my leg across the room, my ass up in the air, <laughs> so I could have the character jump on my ass. <laughs> we want a video review of this, Ben. <laughs> That's video review material. So yeah, I had the character jump on my ass to get to the end. <laughs> Let me wings. <laughs> and that sounds was like just one puzzle. That sounds like a very explicit sequel to Terror. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have to record a video of yourself playing the game. What's worse is creepier is the g- mascot for the game is a naked man in a yellow ba- banana fong thing. <laughs> Wait, what? With a tattoo on his on his left chest that looks a bit like a you know what, 
and it's a cherry <laughs> with mustache on it. Sorry, what's this game called? Commander <laughs> Cherry's Puzzle Journey. I'm gonna have to Google this. It's now. out now on PSN. Commander <laughs> Cherry. Google it right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I found it. I'll st- <laughs> puzzled, puzzled journey. Yes. <laughs> Why do I see Ben playing? Why is... You know what? It looked where the first pictures I got is of someone naked. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> See, I, how do you yeah. get to work? Oh, there's someone who's in a, a morph suit and a horse head. Oh my god, you can play this game co op, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Expect a co op video soon on PS YouTube. <laughs> Ben and Gary naked together playing Commander <laughs> Cherry's Puzzle Journey <laughs> with their asses up in the air to get platforms <laughs> to get platforms into the game. Oh my god! <laughs> I might have to cut this part out of the podcast just to keep it, you know, PG twenty one. I wouldn't worry about it or anyone. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> because we're discussing the game. Yeah, it's relevant. <laughs> it's it's an actual thing you have to do, so <laughs> I'm not gonna reply. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes it worse because it's called Commander Cherry. Christ it doesn't like... make it better indeed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So okay. Uh, is there anything else, Ben, that involved uh-uh. this? Oh call Dewey. Call of Dewey. Any good? Did uh, you get in? I got in I got in the first try. There you go. I played a match. I died ten times. You want to stall it? No, no, it's still here. Fair enough. I, I got seven kills. Seven whole kills. Seven kills. Which isn't too bad because I joined halfway through the match. So, uh, so yeah, it was. I didn't have any issues loading it up and playing it. So maybe it just liked me. Maybe it thought after having to play Commander Cherry for a week, it thought, you know what, let's let's not let's not annoy him anymore. Uh, I can't believe I'm after a week I'm only on level two. It's I don't know what's worse. <laughs> so yeah, that that's what I've been playing. Playing in the very looser sense of the words. Uh, ah, okay, that's fine. Um, Gary, have you been playing any weird naked contortion games? <laughs> <laughs> or is it strictly the regular thing for you? I, I've been playing Just Dance naked. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you can't recognize me. <laughs> you see what happens when I play Rock Band with a baguette. <laughs> see, that, that, see, that'd screw me up because I'd be eating the baguette. Oh man! Wow. I'm like drum, 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 bite, drum, 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 bite. Yeah, well, the baguette's only for uh, modesty purposes. You know, ah, so. yeah. <laughs> Games oh. these days. <laughs> I've been playing some Final Fantasy XIV. Um, ben has helped me out with some of the missions there. Yeah, um, it's been quite fun, quite um, endearing, or not endearing. I don't even know which word I'm looking for at this point. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's been fun uh, just doing the expansion pack stuff. Um, I've also been playing um, the DBZ card game, actually. Um, kind of getting into that with my friend. Uh, they're re-releasing a lot of them now since DBZ is popular again. Um, 
so that's been fun. I still got some of the old cards. Yeah, they they still work with the new rules too. Oh, so, well. which is pretty cool. I have to spend a lot of money to import them from America. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> they don't sell anything in Europe, do they? <laughs> um, at least we're getting the Blu-ray release of Dragon Ball Z Kai. So, oh. I think it's come out at last. Season one has finally come out on Blu-ray. Wow, that season's been out for like ten years in North America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but still faster than the fact that we didn't get the first ever DVD set of Dragon Ball Z two years ago, two or three oh, years ago. Yeah, wow. that was the first How? time it ever got released on DVD. In the modern age, that shouldn't be a thing. <laughs> really shouldn't. No, that came out like '96 in North America. Too. I yeah. know. I remember watching it on TV in what '98, '99, yeah. and so. Yeah. We never actually got a VHS release either here, officially. This is the first... In 2012 was the first time it officially got sold in the UK. Yeah. I remember. I can't remember what channel used to do it over here. Was it Toonami? Cartoon maybe? Network Toonami. Yeah. yeah, back in the day. and That was so annoying because you were like, oh my god, the next season's starting. Oh my god. And then it would just repeat the first season. But they went... Yeah, they went through like a whole <laughs> loop but they'd show like a few episodes and they'd get to a certain point yeah. and then they'd start again. And you're like, well, what happened to the next bit? <laughs> So it's like it's bad enough you stretch it out so you'd like show like one a week or one every a couple of days and then of course you know being Dragon Ball Z it's like let's take 20 minutes to get to the point and it's not even the point we're getting to in the first place it's yeah then it's, it's on to the next episode <laughs> it's like I'm so, it's like the uh, anime equivalent of watching a mobile battery go up it's uh, like oh it's charged two more percent in this episode it's like they might get to 100 by next week Oh, I can confirm that Dragon Ball Kai Season 2 will be released 28th of September. Hmm. And Kai sucks, too. <laughs> I feel bad for you. <laughs> you, get the, you get the crappy version of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. There you go. Informative Dragon Ball Z talks. Yes. Anything else, then, uh, Gary? Any uh, yeah, um, I'm playing uh, a lot of a game called Skyforge on my PC. Um, oh, yeah. It's an MMO. I don't know if you guys heard of it. I've heard the name. It's... The name rings bells. I'm going to Google it quickly. Yeah, it's a gorgeous looking game. Um, <clears throat> is it a free to play? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it's free to play right now. Uh, I haven't found any reason to spend any money on that game at all. I don't... Register? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that game is super fun. Uh, really enjoying that game. Uh, I'm unfortunately playing a tank right now until I can unlock a good DPS class. Um, oh, it's an Obsidian published game as well, I see. Yes, they help work on it as well. Um, yeah, it's great. You play as like some immortal dude um, who obviously can die in the game, but the moment you die, you can just respawn right away. Um, there's no penalty for dying in the game. But yeah. the whole point of the game is to become a god, and that's like the final skill you get and in, in the game, and then you activate it, and like, you just do insane crazy crap like a god would do become like invincible and just destroy everything um but yeah it's super fun uh if you guys ever get a chance to play it i, I highly recommend it i'm installing it now <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm putting it on the list nice there's only three classes right now but you have to unlock all the other ones there's like 16 classes i think you can have um but you only get one healer one tank and one dps right now but then as you progress through, you can unlock other classes, too. Um, I've also been playing... Uh, one of the games is going to be 
that you can vote for on PS Plus, actually. I'm playing this on Steam. It's called Armello. Um, oh, yeah. You guys should totally vote for this game because it's amazing. Um, it's it's like a deck building game, but with real time strategy elements. All and right. It's fantastic. Um, it's one of the best indie games I've played this year, and it's a shame that it's probably not going to win the vote thing, and people will have to pay probably twenty dollars. It's twenty dollars on Steam, so I'm assuming. Yeah, that's what it's but they, they'll get a discount anyway. So for plus. Yeah, anything that doesn't get doesn't win gets a discount automatically. Yeah, uh, so I do recommend people buy it if it doesn't win because it is fantastic. Um, yeah, and it was a Kickstarter game too, and it's it's been a pretty successful one. Um, what else have I been playing? I tried to play Witcher Three, and then my save was gone, so I rage quit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I downloaded the Triple Triad uh, card game on my phone. The Final Fantasy one. Oh yeah, and then I deleted it almost instantly because I can only play like five matches technically before I have to wait half an hour for my stamina <laughs> to regenerate. <laughs> ben will tell you that oh, it's pretty bad. I've been playing it still, but it's stupid. Yeah, it's really terrible how long you have to wait to play that game. Half an hour per match, which when per- a match lasts what a minute. If you're lucky. Huh. <laughs> um, so yeah, I deleted that right away. Um, I have also been playing Magic 2015 on my phone as well. Uh, Magic Duels, I think it's called, which is the Planeswalker game. Um, just on the phones. Uh, that's been a lot of fun too. Uh, haven't really found a reason to spend money on it yet. Um, which is a good thing all the time. But other than that, I've actually gone back and started playing Bloodborne with my friend since we can do co-op whenever we want now. Oh, um, cool. Just yeah, it scales your character now. So like, if he's like level seventy and I'm level ten, it'll scale my character up to his level, and everything should be even for both of us at that point. Um, and vice versa, if he joins my game, he'll be scaled back down to level ten. Um, but yeah, that's been super fun. I really love that game. I can't wait for that expansion that was confirmed to be in development, but no news has come out yet what it is. But, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Wonderful. I mean, oh, and Smash Brothers. But of course. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I try to avoid multi-online Smash Brothers because you just you just get your ass kicked instantly. Like, there's yeah. no place going online in Smash Brothers unless you're like a professional tournament player because you'll just lose right away. Cool. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, I suppose that just leaves me. And, well, I played a bit of Goat Simulator as well, which I mentioned earlier. Obviously, I played Zombie. Uh, weekly Minecraft update. I still haven't told my son that all the wolves he's got are dead. So uh, I've just said they're at a different house. It's great. Good good uh, experience in telling him when pets die in later life. <laughs> uh, beyond that, uh, I played a bit of Peggle 2. It's, it's fun. It's Peggle. Uh, I'm playing Volume for review. Finally got a PS4 code for that uh, after much shenanigans. But do you have to be naked to play it? Um, thankfully not. <laughs> so, um, it's, yeah, it's quite good. I've had high hopes for it anyway. I've been following the progress of this game since its inception. It is basically like Metal Gear Solid VR missions. 
if you will, in mixed with Robin Hood folklore. And yeah, good voice cast. Uh, Danny Wallace, who obviously done Thomas Was Alone and uh, some of the Assassin's Creed games. Uh, Jim Sterling has a cameo in there. I didn't know I was in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a, a, a Freya Tuck esque <laughs> character. And Andy Circus is in Yeah, Andy Circus is in there as the main villain. It's what, yeah, what game is this? Volume. Andy Circus is the best man. Yeah, he plays a uh, guy Gisborne, who's basically yeah, guy of Gisborne in, from the Robin Hood. Yeah, he's in it. It's a yeah, it's kind of cool. I have to say it's the stealth is non-violent, so it's basically avoidance rather than confronting. So it has that difference from Metal Gear, but he's uh, very much uh, influenced by the early Metal Gear sort of stuff. Um, and people are already in the uh, editor where you can make your own you know, little trial maps uh, have already made representations of most of Metal Gear Solid 1, uh, such as the uh, helipad and the beginning bit of Shadow Moses. It's, it's quite thrilling to sort of just pat the thing, uh, the cone of vision of the guards and using all the little gadgets, and it builds quite nicely. I had trouble playing it on Steam beforehand because... Uh, while we're waiting for PS4 codes, they give us a Steam code. And I don't know, it just didn't feel quite as responsive or intuitive. But uh, yeah, still not got the review score up for it, but it's past embargo date, so I can talk about that. It's fine. Um, yeah, I, I've really got to play more, I think, before I can have any solid opinion on it. But it's, it's currently going along what I hoped. It's a nice little uh, stealth teaser for coming up to Metal Gear. I think. But, uh, um, have I played anything beyond that? I've barely come back to Fallout Shelter since last week because mobile games, they never have a very long shelf life for me as it is. And I'm already sort of at that stage of, oh, I'll check in once a day. Yeah, nothing's happening. Okay. Off yeah, I go. I mostly check in just to get the bonuses and then I buy yeah. stuff and then I stay away again. <laughs> it's kind of what I'm doing with the Dragon Ball game right now, the the mobile one. Yeah, I just go in, collect stuff so I can get better characters because right now my characters are good, yeah. but they're not great, and I want the great characters. I've, I've got that game as well. It's good fun. Dokkan Battle, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Any other thing, of course, is uh, the PES 2016 demo, which I'm still playing to just learn the next PES. But, yeah, I always play PES, so it's nothing unusual there. Um, oh, I did play a bit of um, No More Room in No More Room in Hell, which is a, a source mod on Steam. That's a fun game. It is yeah, and it was because of Zombie that I played it again. It because it, bits of Zombie remind me very much of No More, more No More Room in Hell. It's just obviously on a multiplayer level, so it's a, yeah, it's a game I like going back to. It's quite fun. But yeah, that pretty much wraps me up for the week as well so we're done guys it's all over uh, another epic of a podcast is done and dusted uh, okay bye yeah, <laughs> <see later. laughs> so, um, so I suppose we'll do the old deets now details of course will be in the description of the podcast from where you have downloaded it from as Kevin has quite kindly done that for us but in case you are only 
able to listen to such things and even then these details would be useless to you uh, you could always contact us on the following details for me for instance uh, you could find me at neil.psu.com for the email on twitter you could find me at nezco which is n-e-double-z-k-o or on psn son of venom one word all lowercase where if you try and invade my mother base in a couple of weeks a few weeks time i will hurt you i promise you that but then i will ask kevin kevin as you are the one who sorts the deets maybe you'd like to tell people your deets my deets. stop saying deets <laughs> indeed <laughs> well if people want they can add me on psn which is kip kebab 92 which is still a stupid name please sony make it a change please um yeah they can find me on twitter as mr wax weasel which is wax with you know like wax yeah. <laughs> weasel as you know zle at the end um you can find me on the forums as wax weasel uh where else let me see i live in belgium um no um <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh yeah, my PSU mail, which is kevin.rombouts at psu.com Rombouts with O-U <laughs> Not robots And I think that's kind of it Fantastic Ben Not really <laughs> oh, It really is, shush, fine it's Fantastic <laughs> Don't put yourself down, come on Ben, okay, you can you're stalk- all out of goats So yeah, go You on. can stalk me uh, ben dot at psu dot com, uh, chili underscore you account Twitter, chili on neogaf, chili on psu, and chili on psn. That's C H I double L E. Uh, I currently have let's have a look. Uh, six hundred thirty-four friends. So more friends, please. Oh, look, more friend yeah. requests. I'll go accept those. That, that's how you can contact me. Oh, and Ben yeah. needs more slaughter for his goats. <laughs> <laughs> also, for his goat army. As hey, hey, Thomas Gargan. Sh- hey. hey, Thomas Gargan. Big Girl shout out to my wife as well, if you're listening, which you probably are. Yeah. Uh, so, hello. I don't know, after this week, she may not listen again. <laughs> <laughs> you might have got her a bit hot and bothered with all that talk. <laughs> 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 Ah, so at least Gary, when the KGB aren't watching, you might want to tell people your details. My my details, um, you can reach me at Gagwaush on Twitter, that's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H, and Gagwaush on anything else that you can think of, uh, that's going to be my name if I play that. Um, Or you can reach me on my PSU email at Gary, that's G-A-R-R-I, at PSU.com. Phantasmadougal. See, making up words now. Phantasmadougal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a quote from Net for Speed Rooney. <laughs> yeah. wow. I was just like thinking, I can't say fantastic again, so I must make a different word. And halfway through, I realized I was still saying fantastic, so I thought, oh, I'll change it. <laughs> so I made a new word. There you go. A premiere um, for PSU Unchained. Yeah, there you go. We make new words. <laughs> word. Uh, we will be back very soon from this podcast with a Metal Gear Solid special which uh, Gary will be on as well as myself <laughs> and a few other people who haven't been on a podcast in a while including girl Tim Nunes um, who else is on? Kyle Pryor is going to be on I believe 
So, Hopefully, yeah. And uh, Ernest Lynn as well. So, Ben. Yeah, we know you're at Ben. You're on every <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if you don't want me on, I can I can give it a miss. No, no, you can come on. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, I have to be on because otherwise, who's going to record it? Yeah, and apocalypse. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'll, I'll be here on a podcast that. one week that I don't even know what we're talking about. I just yep, sat here it. nodding as you talk about a game that I've never played before. <laughs> um, hopefully, Mike will be back next week. We may have forgotten to mention that of course he's in Amsterdam this week he's so. probably high with some hookers right now and goats <laughs> Maybe he's probably, there's probably a specialist room <laughs> in one of those Amsterdam shops that has that game that you're playing <laughs> yeah Mike's going nuts <laughs> with uh, <laughs> making platforms from his ass <laughs> with the hooker he's playing co-op <laughs> <laughs> He's playing with his Captain Cherry or Commander Cherry, whatever it was. So worse. I think on you that note, hear from good... us next week, everybody. Yeah, yeah we're, hear from we're me, banned. Yeah. <laughs> we, will we all get fired? <laughs> yeah, that'll be why. Ah, <laughs> uh, but it's all good. So I think that's a good note to end it on. Uh, talk of Mike's debauched. <laughs> Motion control games <laughs> in Amsterdam. Uh, that may well be the episode title this week. Um, <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Um, so yeah, I'm not going to do the absolute farewell because that always belongs to Ben. So Ben, take us away. You know what? I'm going to take something off the fly. I think you know what? Because of all the comedy and all the stuff we've had today, I think we're going to use the thing from earlier to end the thing so this is off the head it's time to end the show a do 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 we've had some chatting and stuff a do 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 I hope you enjoyed the show listen to another cast oh thank god for me <laughs>